this is Dan Sang with um, coming up with Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of the regents of the University of California, nor the management of KUCI. Um, today we're going to be uh, interviewing a uh, daring director, an uh, emerging director from uh, Singapore, uh, who is still studying film, but he has made a feature film that is uh, penetratingly um, evocative of and very poetic, uh, very poetical, lyrical, and beautiful. Uh, it's a film about a f- the last portion of a relationship between an older person, a teacher, and a student who is supposed to be 15. Uh, the director plays the role of the 15-year-old uh, student, and um, in the program notes, he's called the boy. And the teacher is a veteran uh, straight actor, um, veteran actor in Singapore. Uh, the film also has another story, uh, which is uh, focused on the role of the mother of the boy and how she deals with this relationship and with her own agonized uh, life. Uh, but it's not a syrupy kind of love story that you might expect from typical uh, films that talk about gay love. Uh, this is a pretty intelligent take on the process, the actual agonizing process maybe, of love between an older person and a younger person. And it's surprising because it's um, not replete with any of the usual terms that you see in news coverage of these kind of relationships. As I speak, a teacher is accused of uh, running off to uh, Mexico with a 13-year-old boy, a female teacher actually in this case. Um, How about the 13-year-old boy running off with a teacher? we don't look at it from the perspective of the younger partner. And that's what's different in this film, Solos, from Singapore, that had its U.S. premiere uh, last night in Los Angeles. You see perspectives from the parties involved, but importantly, you see the perspective from the boy who seeks out desire, who seeks out the love of an older man, And also, when he's bored with it, he seeks out a person more his age, and they have sex. And then the older man joins in. Uh, This is pretty daring for a film made in Singapore, where it's still illegal to have male-to-male sex. Parliament just voted to repeal heterosexual anal sex, but it did not want to go as far there to repeal male-to-male homosexual sex. And there is actually a petition going around that was presented to Parliament with thousands of signatures supporting repeal of a colonial-era law. Singapore was a colony of Great Britain um, for years. And this was enacted uh, basically a uh, Victorian-era law from the period of Queen Victoria where many colonies uh, in Asia, such as uh, India, such as Hong Kong, had very repressive anti 
homosexual laws. Uh, in Hong Kong, for instance, it was life imprisonment. Uh, in Singapore, it is two years now for male-to-male sex. So not surprisingly, this film uh, was censored. The sex acts, especially the uh, three-way, uh, threesome sex acts, were uh, considered too taboo to be shown in Singapore. And this film was supposed to be shown at the Singapore Film Festival, Singapore Film Festival, uh, this summer in April, but it it was uh, actually uh, pulled from the festival by the director and by the film festival organizers because they did not want the government to censor it. And so this is uh, a film that actually has premiered in its U.S. showing after premiering its world showing at Pusan Film Festival in South Korea. Uh, we talked with the young director about why he made the film and what is involved in this lyrical masterpiece that has no dialogue. But silence is pregnant. It's pregnant with the emotional ties between this boy and the older person and the depiction of the mother also and how she is reconciled with events. For instance, the whole family eats uh, dinner together, the man, the boy, and the mother. And so it is a family if it's not a happy one, necessarily. But relationships don't have to be happy. Relationships exist, and sometimes there are touches of love, as in when the boy puts his hand over the teacher's hand uh, while they're shifting gears in, uh, while he's shifting gears in his car. Um, there's touches of romance when love making are shown either in the bed or in a shower. Um, so there are touches of connection but relationships don't have to last forever. Why do we always need a Hollywood ending? Why do we always need um, something that is syrupy and makes us feel good? This is a realistic look at a 15-year-old boy's affection for an older person and his desire for sexual experimentation. Uh, and that's why it was censored in Singapore. It's also interesting because there are no Caucasian characters. Um, There's so many Asian films where the lover is a Caucasian and then the dynamics definitely change. But this is an Asian to Asian affair. And why not? Why do you need a Caucasian character to validate such a relationship? Don't Asian people fall in love with other Asian people? Of course. And so this film is quite daring for, on many levels, uh, refusing to be, foot, be, uh, be uh, locked into this interracial dynamic, uh, so-called rice queen dynamic, 
uh, where a white lover is looking for an Asian younger person. Uh, in this case, it seems different. There is no uh, supreme white lover that Asian boys are lusting after. It doesn't exist. There's no white characters in this story. And there's no speaking of Mandarin except for maybe the radio uh, sounds coming through as the mother listens to the radio. Nobody speaks, but there's no uh, cultural imperialism of Mandarin, uh, which is critiqued in another film by a Singaporean filmmaker, Royston Tan, 15, where two 15-year-old boys uh, go out and beat up Singaporeans that speak Mandarin because they are Fukienese. There is no dominance of a particular language or dialect in this case, in the film that we are talking about, Solos. And so we're going to be talking with the director of Solos, Zihan Lu, Lu Zihan. Um, we were able and honored to be able to interview him at the home of a uh, Vietnamese-American uh, actress uh, in Beverly Hills. Uh, yesterday. And so we air you this interview with Zihan. This is Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Thank you. Uh, I'm talking with uh, Zihan Lu, Lu yes. uh, who's the director, Lu Zihan, who's the director of a new film, a daring film, that's in uh, that's playing at the AFI, mm -hmm. uh, called Solos. Yes. How did you come up with this idea for the film? Well, my co-director Khan Khan Dung ah. uh, asked me whether I'm interested in doing a feature. We had collaborated on a shot before, and he asked whether I was interested in making it that shot into a feature. And I thought about it, and I went away for a ho ho holiday and brainstormed about it, and came back and. And we decided to go ahead with it. And I wrote the script in less than three weeks. And we just went ahead with it and pitched the project and found a producer and everything just happened. Yeah. It's, it's not auto, is it autobiographical, I'm sure? Uh, it's semi-autobiographical. It's, it's it semi uh -huh. In a way, a lot of the stories are from personal experiences, but the actual events are fictional. Yeah. yeah. So not, you didn't get involved with the teacher? <laughs> mm, ambiguous, ambiguous. I'll leave that as an ambiguous answer. In, in the movie, I forget. Mm. In the movie, do, in the film, do you, who makes the first approach? I, I can't remember. I, it's not about a first approach. It's not a first approach kind of movie. Yeah. It's a, it's it just chronicles the ending of the relationship. Ah. As in, as in, it, it, it's it's a very quiet and slow movie that has no dialogue, and it chronicles the ending of all the relationships in the movie between the mom and the teacher and the, and the son, yeah, yeah. So was it intentional not to have any dialogue? Um, no, it wasn't intentional. When we had the first draft of the script, it had dialogue and it had, huh. it had voiceovers and stuff like that. But as we filmed it and as we proceeded on, it became clear that it's a movie that functioned well without any help from dialogue or mm. uh, the, the lack of dialogue or no dialogue actually no verbal dialogue, I say, uh, actually helped the movie in, its, uh, uh, in creating a mood or creating an atmosphere. But I wouldn't say that it's a 
movie without dialogue. There is dialogue. There's dialogue between the actors, but it's in the silences between the actors. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's like emotional ties. Emotional and, dialogue. And, yeah, and, emotional and, dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did, when you first uh, thought of this, did you in, did it involve uh, sexual scenes? Yes. From the very beginning, it was very clear that it has to be sex and explicit sex because I wanted to juxtapose the, the different states of the human body. So there are dance sequences and there are sexual sequences and, and, and there are normal sequences of characters just moving in and out of spaces within uh, a, a, a setting or a location. And I wanted to be able to contrast all this and I guess it's like it, without one or the other, uh, each wouldn't work, you see. Uh, to bring up yeah. the difference in, in the, the states and the human body. Yeah. Were you uh, expecting that it would be censored or at, banned? At the time, it, it, actually, strictly speaking, it wasn't banned in Singapore. Right. It's Which just... They it, wanted it, cuts. It's the Singaporean policy. You can make it, but you can't show it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not banned, and I have to say that it's not banned. It's just that it, they requested for cuts, and the producer, the directors, and, and the film festival felt that it's, if the movie is cut, it's incomplete, and we refuse the cuts, and that's why it's not allowed to be shown, and that's just it. If we had cut it, it would be screened, yeah. It would, but it would also kind of hurt the integrity of yes, the artistic definitely, process. Definitely. The, I, I find that the movie would be, uh, there's no point showing the movie. A lot of people have told me that, you, you know, you've made a movie, and you don't show it, so it's incomplete. But I say to them that I would rather show, not have a, uh, I would rather have an incomplete movie because I, I don't show it than I show it and it's an incomplete movie to the audience if I cut it. Did yeah. you plan to cast yourself in the film? From the very beginning, no. I wanted to look for somebody, but, but you know, it's always the problem of finding suitable people to play <laughs> an alter ego of yourself, oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and I guess it's out of convenience more than anything else. And also the fact that it's a way of working with your actors as a director too. If you are in the scene emotionally and physically, you can you direct through acting yourself, mm-hmm, mm. your co-star. You know? And for Yubing, I felt it was very important. Yubing is my uh, co-actor because in a way, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a character that he has never played before in Singapore cinema or his his drama experience because or in terms of the explicit nature of the sex, you know. And as a co-director, if I'm in the scene itself, I can direct the movie by showing him the extent I would go mm-hmm. and that would give him the faith and the confidence to push on. And, and I guess that's why the movie was the way it is, yeah. How about having a straight, um, uh, the, the straight person, a, mm-hmm. a veteran actor, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, play the part was... Was that hard for him to do the it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard at all. Yubing was very, very professional. I guess the hard part was um, coming to terms with uh, uh, the, the emotional struggle of the character more mm-hmm. than anything else for him. He was very, very professional. And from the very onset, when we approached him, we said that, yes, there's going to be explicit scenes, there's going to be sex, and, and are you ready to do this? And he said, yes. Yeah. How about yourself? Were you ready to do that? <laughs> Now, on retrospect, I'm not sure. Back then, I felt I was ready, but now I'm not so sure. Maybe, maybe some would, somebody might have done a better job than I did. Yeah. But I'm always very critical of myself on screen as an actor or director. Why, why yeah. do you say that? 
Uh, I'm not sure because I guess I'm I'm so emotionally attached to the movie that mm. it's difficult to be non-judgmental in editing or directing or acting. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's the difficulty that comes through. And if you ask me whether if I had to do it again, would I ask somebody else to play the character? Yes, I would. Mm. Yeah. Did you get attracted to the other actor? In the process? Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. I got attracted to him as a fellow actor yeah. and I admired him. I admired his courage for doing this movie and I, I was attracted to his, his determination in, in making this film happen and a lot of why I'm fighting so hard for this movie and why I'm traveling for it and, and yeah. why I'm going to festivals is because of them, because of my co-actors. It's not only Yu Bing but Guat Kian who plays my mom. Right, She's right. a very vet- veteran Chinese actress yes. and this is a film debut. And she has entrusted a film debut in a very young director like me. I'm only 24. And the fact that she can trust me and, and Yu Bing to, to act in this movie, it, it just gives me the energy and the strength to push it and make sure that people see it. Yeah, she's in them. place. Huh? She, she's, she's in place. Theater. She's very, very veteran. Uh, in fact, one of the, one of the theater doyans, Ko uh, Bao Kun, is one of her direct disciples. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. yeah. From, from him one of the cultural medallion winners in Singapore. Ah. Yeah. Did you, uh, given that you knew that they would try to censor it, mm-hmm. did you try to self-censor when you were doing the part? No, definitely not. Uh, that's, that's, I felt that this is a film, if self-censorship comes in, I, I think it will be a very different kind of film. Mm. Um, in fact, the, the only way I censor myself is by not censoring myself. Yeah. In a way, that's a censorship for yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So have you, no. have you, like, I was thinking of another film, uh, you know, Liang's uh, mm-hmm. uh, Last Caution, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of explicit sex mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And do you, how do you compare your film with that that okay. type of sex scenes? Actually, I wouldn't even dare to put our film in the same sentence. Although the Singapore tabloids have often place my films or the films that I've acted in like Pleasure Factory and this in the same line as his. But I feel that Liang is really, really a veteran and a good filmmaker and, and I'm just starting out and just learning. So um, I would like to say I haven't watched Last Caution because of censorship rules in Singapore oh. and I refuse, I stubbornly refuse to watch a cut version oh. in Singapore theaters because I think it's a waste of time. And, and uh, I haven't watched it, so I can't judge it, uh, judge it, but from what I've heard, he uses sex as a power play, as a power struggle. Right. And similarly in solos, there are scenes where the sex is a power struggle, it, it's, a, it's a weapon, and, and, and that's what the sex is about. It's a, it's a weapon for them to hurt each other and to, to stab each other and cause pain to each other. Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, it seems to me that in um, Liang's film, mm-hmm. the sex scenes uh, seem like he didn't really enjoy it. Okay. Whereas, uh, whereas um, I think in your film, it, even though there was pain, mm-hmm. it seemed to, it, sh- it showed a kind of loving relationship, mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. emotional tie between mm-hmm. the two that was much more, uh, whereas in Liang's film, there was the woman that actually seemed to really enjoy the, okay. the actual sex, mm-hmm. it seemed to, to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, he looked bored, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Although there was a lot of explicit oh, stuff. To- uh, to- totally totally yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And... Uh, and it, it just played out here, yeah. Okay. So I got a chance to see it. Yeah. And I liked it because it was uh, it was uh, set in Hong Kong also, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. from Hong Kong, so it's okay. at Hong Kong University. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it, but I can't see it in Singapore oh, because right. it's right. cut. 
you know, it's quite right. nice. Yeah. Do you see them as being more liberal now at all, or even though they cut your film, is is uh, the censorship board or the society generally mm -hmm. more more open now about discussing this issue of homosexuality? Wow, that's a lot of questions in one question, but I shall start with the censorship board. Um, I feel that it's not, everybody blames the censorship board for doing stuff, but it's not their fault. For Lee Ang's film, in that case, right, it's the distributor that chose to chose to submit a censored film so that they can get a lower rating and oh. let more people watch the film. So in that case, I would say that the distributor is at fault. Oh, they cut it first? Yes, for, uh, yes they were the ones who didn't follow the artistic integrity of the filmmaker okay. and not the censorship board. So it's not the fault of the censorship board. But in Singapore, the strange thing is that, okay, I'm getting into specifics here, the um, Media Development Authority and the, the Funding Authority, the Singapore Film Commission, right. and the Censorship Board are all under the same authority. And that's the paradox that comes in. Yeah. But they funded, uh, for instance, they funded Royston's uh, 15. No. Uh, no, they didn't? Uh, um, they came Royston. in later. Oh, they came in later, long. okay. Yeah. So it just had some sponsorship or something? Yeah, and it's always changing, but recently it has become a same body. It used to be different bodies, oh, it used to be independent bodies, they used to be under another government arts council, and, and now it's such a situation. And I'm just wondering what this means for the future of Singapore cinema, in a way where your funding and your censorship is under the same body. Yeah. And, and Do you think it's better? No. No, definitely not. How, no. how, how, how can you have a censorship board and a funding board? be under the same authority, you know, then a uh, uh, funding body should be independent of censorship, you know, it should be able to judge projects which are good and not whether they will be censored or not. You know? oh, so, so you fear that in future they would uh, not even fund projects if that would not go through? I guess so. I guess that's a logical conclusion we can yeah. draw from it. Right. I wouldn't dare to speak on behalf of them, but uh, that's a logical conclusion yeah. that we yeah. can draw. Actually, there were more questions that you asked in that, the censorship and... Oh, but the societal views. Uh, okay. I understand that you can now discuss it more, I say homosexuality, but, but they, the parliament did not um, yeah. get rid of the Just statutes. recently, just recently, in fact, the weekend before I came, um, they submitted a petition for 3778, right. which right. is the penal code that the British government and administration left behind, and it, uh, and it outlawed homosexuality and... Uh, uh, sex acts. Sex acts yeah. between males as unnatural. And there's this huge campaign launch, right. launched by both sides to keep it and to repeal it. Yeah. So and the repeal people were, had an online petition. I yeah, saw that. Yeah, um, yeah. So did the keep the Christian fundamentalists. Oh, right. they, they, oh. they had one too. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was... At least, the, the, of course, the government didn't pass it. But, but the, the fact that we could have this conversation... Yeah. It's already healthy enough, as in people are questioning whether this law should be in place in the first place. Is, is it right now, are they uh, allowing um, heterosexual, yeah, heterosexual uh, acts, anal sex, for instance? Yes. They're, they're, they're allowing that? Yes. Uh, so it's just aimed at homosexual? Yes, well. as in males, unnatural. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Uh, the opposition from the church groups, did they get more signatures or which side got Actually, more? I'm not very sure of the specifics, mm. but... Mm -hmm. uh, um, I know that the 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 repeal the repeal side uh, had a very very well organized campaign mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they were at they were at places they were at venues they were collecting signatures oh, wow. yeah. and they submitted it to a member of parliament and so on and so forth. So for them, I can speak for them and I can say that they had a very well organized campaign. Yeah, I know the it was it the prime minister who uh, who said. Uh, 
that they should uh, at least discuss this or something? Uh, a lot of people sp- spoke yeah. about yeah. it, and uh, the Prime Minister did too, as to specifically who said that, I'm not very sure, uh-huh. Yeah, but they did talk about it in Parliament yeah. debates, and there were a lot of people against it, and also quite a few for it. Yeah. So do you think, uh, given this legal prohibition, mm-hmm. was that in your mind when you made the film? No, definitely not. I thought about <laughs> it. You know, you can depict me- murder on screen, and murder is illegal. So, oh, right, sure. Yeah, so what's, uh, course, yeah. <laughs> everything is fictional on screen. That's the bottom right. Yeah. Is that a big issue with uh, teacher-student relationships? Um, no, actually the focus of solos is not teacher-student relationships at all. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and the ambiguity is that he can be anybody. He's a mentor figure. He's a father figure. Uh-huh, he's uh-huh. he somebody that is missing in the boy's life. So uh, everybody likes to pick on, especially the tabloids, they like to pick on the fact that he's a teacher and a student. But it's uh-huh. never explicitly shown in the movie itself. And it was deliberately non-explicit. Yeah. That, that relationship between them and I wanted to keep it that way but of course there's a sensational aspect of it being a teacher-student right. relationship so it's a, like an authority figure or yes. an older, or yes. older just somebody a mentor a guidance uh, a guardian uh, uh, somebody who gives guidance to the boy yeah right right mm-hmm. right did you feel weird playing a boy no I guess <laughs> at a, no actually I'm not very far away from where that boy was la. Yeah, mm. I, I would say that the boy is about 15, and when I was playing this, I was about 21, 22. Oh, yeah. yeah. So in terms of emotional distance, it's still quite relatively close. Uh, yeah, so not much difficulty, but I had to put myself through, like, how was I feeling, and how was I mm. behaving at the time mm. when I was 15. And, and therefore, it came through in the movie where the boy is selfish and self-centered and... I guess that's a phenomenon that's happening with a lot of youngsters. That is true. Yeah, yeah, at that age. He was an artist, right? He had a art. Did he have some? Uh, big, sort big, of an artist. Sort of, yeah. An yeah. aspiring artist. Yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. he did collages and, uh-huh, and, and uh-huh. photographs and stuff like that. Yeah. So, do you? Uh, did your family see that film? Yes, my oh. mom watched it recently, and actually did a documentary documenting her watching it. Yeah. Oh, uh. But that's for personal use. I, say, I just want uh, it was a form of opening up communication because after doing this movie and, and when we started this movie, it was about lack of communication, miscommunication. Mm-hmm. And, and after doing this movie and watching it several times, I realized that although I don't have a miscommunication with my mom, and, but we definitely do have a lack of communication channel. So I recently did a documentary about her. And through that documentary, we actually opened up our channels of communication. Oh, we wow. talked about the movie, and I sh- showed it to her, and I recorded her uh, experience. And I guess with this, the documentary itself was a form of catharsis for me. Yeah. 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 Does, she, does she accept your uh, homosexuality? Yeah, she's surprisingly very, very open. Actually, yeah. I came out to her quite some time back. Oh, yeah, yeah, very long time yeah. ago already. So, yeah. uh, but I was surprised that she was actually very open towards this movie and even towards Pleasure Factory, which is yeah. another movie I acted in, which uh-huh. also had nude scenes. Yeah. Uh, she actually went to watch it with my sister and my father. Just <laughs> the weekend it opened, on t- uh, the weekend itself. And, and, in and, the theatre? Yeah, in the oh, theatre wow. with everybody else. I wasn't there, of course, because I've seen it in Pusan but yeah uh, they had comments about it and and they were they were fairly uh fair comments as in they, they were not judgmental and they were not hmm. yeah, uh, yeah so do you, there was a difference between your parents and how they reacted oh, as or in how the more more accepting or more very accepting yeah. my both, mom both my, uh, my, pa- my father wasn't 
Yeah, mm. my father, it's difficult. It's difficult for his generation to understand, especially sure. in Singapore where everything changes so fast. You know, the Singapore when they were uh, when they were 20 years years old, the Singapore they know, and the Singapore now when they are 60 years old, it's so different. Oh, yeah, the whole sure. landscape is completely different, and yeah. it's almost like they're living in another country for yeah. them. And I, I've always tried to put myself in their shoes and try to understand where they're coming yeah. from, but I realize I can't. You know, I uh-huh. don't have that kind of experience to be able to understand them, and and and. The fact that they are even willing to talk about it is really a big step for them, I feel. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought it was interesting that you put the relationship between the two as two Asians mm-hmm. and not because a lot of times when people talk about gay Asians mm-hmm. and depict them on film, mm-hmm. it's often um, Asian with a Caucasian. Caucasian. Yeah. Was that deliberate? Or no, it wasn't deliberate. Wasn't it? Okay. it wasn't deliberate, but, but I, 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 can, I, I cannot imagine it being a Caucasian-Asian relationship. That would change the dynamic of the whole story. Right. Yeah. Right. The, the fact is that I wanted the mother and the lover to also have an ambiguous relationship, as mm-hmm. in, like, like, what sort of relationship are they? And, and if it, because if it's a teacher figure, you know, that because of Asian traditions, the mother and the, fig, uh, and the teacher figure would have a weird relation, you know. They are, yeah. they are both teachers to the children, but in a oh, different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to keep that. So I can't imagine it as a Caucasian uh, role, um, um, actor playing it, yeah. How about in terms of uh, having a religious figure? Would you think mm-hmm. of a priest or a minister or something like that? No, you didn't yeah. think of that? In the original script, there was a doctor. And oh. I think that was the closest yeah. to a religious figure that, <laughs> that is. And a religion as in, because the mom is not feeling very healthy in oh, the show, yeah, as yeah. you can see. She, she has medication and stuff like that. So to her, the, the doctor is her, 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 her figure of authority yeah, and the architect, I guess. Yeah, but we took it out in the end. Yeah. But, what was the reaction in Pusan? Pusan, um, you know, Korean fans are very dedicated and they really read up and ask very knowledgeable and intelligent questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the critics didn't really take to it favorably. Mm. There, there were bad reviews, and I, that's expected because I guess they came to watch a very different movie. Mm-hmm. They expected something very different, and and when it wasn't what they wanted, I guess it, uh, they they have a right to say that uh, you know it's, it's it's not what they expect. Yeah. And, and whatever... What do they expect? I'm also not very sure. I can't yeah. speak for them. But one particular reviewer uh, actually didn't like the movie at all. And, and, and every comment in her review is valid. And she did see all the relationships that were drawn. It's just that she chose to see it in a different light. Mm-hmm. And, and that I respect. And I think that she did a good job with the review. But um, yeah, it's just some people like it and some people don't. Um, and that affected the turnout for the second screening. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely. In terms of the critics, the the uh, public sales were still sold out for both days. Oh wow! Yeah, oh. yeah. And Korean fans did come and they asked very intelligent questions and they liked it. Yeah. When you do the, are you gonna? I suppose you're gonna put out a DVD edition, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I I think my producer is looking to put out a DVD right. uh, July. 2008, oh, but soon. that's yeah. that's pending. Yeah, yeah. we are still deciding, and that that will have a lot of extras because there are a lot of scenes that we shot that were missed up, as in uh, oh. yeah, oh, yeah. A, a lot of other scenes that were not in the final film. I like the shower scenes. I okay. thought that was very, um, very uh, evocative of a Thank relationship you. that goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of um, 
I mean, to me, it's almost autobiographical. Because mm-hmm. I, like, I like making love in the shower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a confession. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, was it hard to film? Uh, it's, it's very close quarters, I guess. Uh, yes, it yeah. is. I, think, I guess it helps to have the camera static and at a distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it, Wide it, angle. Yeah, you can really just go into it without any inhibitions of like the camera in your face or somebody pulling yeah. focus, you know, or, or doing the measuring tape to your face and stuff like that. So, so it did help. And, and, and Yubing was very open about it. And that really, really helped the movie. Mm, yeah, the idea of cleansing is a constant theme I have right. in, in my short films and even in this. Yeah, yeah. And at some point you forgot the camera was there, or, or did you always think, no, it was there? I knew it was there because, because I was the director. <laughs> I always worried, like, where should I cut it, where should I do? Uh, But I hope that the actors didn't, yeah, I hope they didn't. I hope for yeah. a moment that they really felt they were in the situation, yeah. So you're still going to film school? Yes, I yeah. am. Are you almost done? Uh, one and a half years to go, oh, wow. but that's good. I'm happy to be in film school because I'm in a new film school and it's starting out and we can do anything we want and as long as we justify it for it. And, and it, it's really, really good because it gives us a lot of opportunities to use a lot of equipment and we can do whatever we want and I'm doing experimental shots and so on uh-huh. and so forth. So I'm glad to be there and I hope my final year project will be something I can, I can take to a next level beyond solos. Yeah. What are your schoolmates uh, saying about the film? Have they seen it yet? Or not? Yes, I had a screening in school for them, specifically for students and for, for lecturers. It's a private screening um, in, in the library and only for close friends and only for people who consent to watch it, mm. of course. I have to say it. Right. Because <laughs> people to otherwise, about it. So you can do private showings? Yeah. No, technically no. Technically no. Yeah. Oh, not not yeah. public showings, but... Yeah. But, but it's just your friends. Yeah, yeah. it's just my friends. Uh, my lecturers requested to see it. Some liked it. Some didn't understand really the aesthetic of it. Uh, I guess it's difficult because people didn't expect that kind of style from me because they haven't seen a lot of my work in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and 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 yeah, I, I it, it's an experimental film, so that right, right, right. it's difficult. Right. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, but because I was describing it to some friends of mine and they. They, I guess they are not familiar with art films, mm-hmm. so they tend to dismiss it. Yeah. So if it's an art film, they're not interested. Yeah, and, and it's difficult yeah. because every time I go to interviews, especially in AFI here, I'm asked, like, what's the synopsis of the film? And, you know, I can't, I can't say it. I can't, yeah. I can't describe it. You know, if I say it in plain words, it's going to sound really, really boring. But, but there's no other way I can say it, you know. That's why I make a film, because I can't put it into words. You know? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So you don't really want to yeah, put it into words. Yeah, I can't talk about the synopsis. I always ask my publicist, please tell them what's yeah, the synopsis yeah. because I can't talk about it. Yeah. You like the synopsis huh, in the in the AFR. Yes, I did. Yes. I think yeah. he did a beautiful job with it. Yeah. 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 It's the best synopsis I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the do you uh, are you you're traveling, I notice you're gonna show it in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, the gay film festival mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. end of this month. End of this month. On the twenty yeah. fourth and twenty fifth. Yeah. Did um uh, did you did you request they show it or did they ask you? Oh, Actually, I'm not very happen? sure. The details will work out by the producer. Oh, as, I, as I haven't got details much on that festival. Oh. I, I was clearing this festival first as an AFI oh, yeah, yeah. before I went on to that. And yeah. I, I'm not sure even whether I'll be traveling there. Oh, but I'm so glad. close. Yeah, but I'm glad it's selected. Yeah, I'm very happy for it and yeah. thankful for the organizers. 
What are your other projects now that you're working on? Wow, uh, mainly school work. Yeah. I, I'm doing the my documentary on my mom, but that's maybe mm. private. I, I won't probably won't show it in public. It's for myself and uh, shooting commercials for the school. And I'm doing this experimental video installation about Sophia Raffles, which is the wife of Sir Stanford Raffles, the founder oh. of Singapore. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And she's she's a character. She had five kids, and all of them died. And this is about. Uh, I, I, I'm interpreting her character and how she can, oh, comes so, to terms with the loss. So it's not a, a do- documentary? It's not a documentary, it's an experimental <laughs> film and oh, it's very, very experimental. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it's quite, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a performance and a video installation for my end of semester. Because I was thinking about your, the, the mother's role. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are two films I've seen, two uh, films by gay directors mm-hmm. who have uh, um, involved the mother, mm-hmm. um, and one was uh, Stanley Kwan's. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? He did. He did a hundred years of a century of homosexuality for the BFI. No, I and in it, he, or maybe it's another film <laughs> because there's another mm-hmm. film he did. Uh, I forget the name now. Mm-hmm. And he interviews the mother okay. and the, about his homosexuality, and okay. the mother is very frank and okay. very supportive. Mm-hmm. It turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wanted to incorporate that when he looked back at homosexuality mm-hmm. to try to involve his uh, his own life and mm-hmm. his mother's mm-hmm. re- reaction to it. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is uh, Richard Fong. Okay. Richard Fong did uh, one, I think, uh, about her mother's life and okay. uh, a kind of a, a look back. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if that was during her life or after. I can't remember. Now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are two. To I guess examples okay. of uh, very 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 well done. I thought, okay. yeah, uh, and I look at look at them. The maternal influences. Okay, yeah. I guess gay Asian directors have a tendency to really focus on their moms. I feel rather than the father. Yeah, rather than the father because <laughs> I, I don't. Know Father's always more stern. Yeah, the rule maker so, yeah. or something. And, and, uh, and there's not much connection yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because I remember when I came out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they found out, uh, well, I wrote them a letter, which mm-hmm. is not the way to come out. And I, was, uh, <laughs> I was, in grad, was in grad school or working, mm-hmm. grad school, mm-hmm. and I wrote them a letter. And then they, they came to, uh, to America and I met them at the, at the airport mm-hmm. and they wouldn't even come and embrace me. Okay. That so reminds me of the scene from Wedding Banquet, the airport. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I, did, I hadn't seen, well, maybe it was before that. Okay. <laughs> no, maybe it, was, it definitely was before that. Okay. Right? And th- they wouldn't hug me, they wouldn't embrace me. They looked at okay. me like well, my father did looked at me like I was an alien from outer space, okay. so it's very hurtful. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. I get a look from my dad, but, but... That he doesn't understand you. Yeah, yeah. 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 But in a way, that's... But that's the Chinese... Uh, t- traditional Chinese family mm-hmm. is there's a distance between... Even though they do a lot of stuff yeah. for your children, you, there's still a physical distance yes, a lot of times. And yeah. people always are amazed that American fathers are always, you know, Touching their kids. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, my, my father will never like like it's it's a few years ago I guess it's difficult for him to imagine like hugging the kids or yeah. kissing the kids. It's just yeah. not not the way. Yeah. Are you a single? Uh, are you the only son? No, I have an older sister. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And she's uh, she's very. Oh yeah, you mentioned your sister earlier. Mm-hmm. Was she uh, is she supportive? Yes, she's very supportive. Okay. She's very open. Uh, yeah. And actually, my whole family is very supportive. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of how you didn't want to set it in. Um, you know, I know a lot of males, mm-hmm. or almost every male, I suppose, goes through a military training, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so a lot of times the 
the gay kind of yeah. uh, influence or mm -hmm. whatever. The setting is yeah. the military barracks, mm -hmm. but you didn't want to set it in there. It's, it was not a conscious choice. Mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted it to be schooling. It had to be school context. I wanted that. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's instinctual. But yeah, I've, I, I've thought about doing a military uh, story. Or, 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 in fact, like people lost in the jungle. Mm. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, but 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 yeah, uh, um, like like yeah, but maybe in the future, maybe in the future. Sure. Yeah. 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 So the, this whole thing about school student teacher, what, you weren't thinking about any kind of, uh, you didn't get the idea from a news story about some scandal at a school. Or By right, yes. You did? <laughs> from the tabloids, yeah. There were a few stories going around oh. at the time when I was writing or so. Right. Where, where, where there was a student-teacher relationship. There was in particular this tuition teacher who, who was accused of molesting his kids. And like a lot of people turned up for his hearing, his ex-tuition students, and wrote petitions tuition, for... What do you mean tuition? Like, like tuition is like private, private lessons. Oh, oh I see, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so did, did he get uh, put away? Or I'm not he... very sure of the details oh, yeah. uh, at that time. But, but yeah, what amazed me was that a lot of male students turned up and supported him. Support him. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember a case in, uh, in Ann Arbor, I think, where a female student was accused of uh, having a, a guy student mm -hmm. stay over, mm -hmm. and all the this, this classmates came and supported him, mm -hmm. and she, she actually won the case, because okay. there was no evidence of anything going on, yeah. except she stayed over, mm -hmm. he stayed over. Mm -hmm. So I think, so you, I guess a lot of times the media to the media, to people in reading it, mm -hmm. it's a black and white thing. Yes. But it's really more complicated than mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So you're trying to show the emotional yeah. uh, things that are going yeah. on yeah. Uh, between mm -hmm. these two uh, characters. And I didn't want to focus on the fact that it's a teacher-student relationship right. because I think there's much more within that dynamic of the that kind of relationship. That, that you know, just labeling it a teacher-student relationship would not do it justice. Yeah. Well, I guess, I mean, I'm guilty of that because that's what I called your film, but... Yeah. No, it's okay, it's okay. It's that's a, it's how a, other people will see yeah, it, I suppose. It's, it's yeah. a good way to, yeah, it's a convenient way. Did you go to a boys' school then? Or? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was it a, um, a private school? Or? No, No, it's not a private school, oh. but it's one of the elite schools in Singapore, yeah, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Was there borders or uh, was there boarding school? No, it, a boarding it wasn't school? a boarding school context. Boarding school. Singapore doesn't have the culture, I think, yeah. Even oh, not yeah. even from the British colonial times. Mm, we have boarding schools, but but not not everybody is required to stay. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah same. In my school, I went to a boarding school and okay. didn't. Uh, there was only a small percentage were boarders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most people were commuters. Okay. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, do you um, are you hopeful about this? Uh, do you want to stay in Singapore and and do work? Definitely, work? Uh, definitely. Uh, I hope to become part of academia. I hope academia. to teach. I oh, hope cool. to become a lecturer. Because I, I think that the generation that will really make a difference is the future generation, the next generation after me, yeah. our filmmakers, that will really yeah. make a difference. And we are just here to change it a little, to open a path for them to make their films. And now with digital arts, uh, I mean, it seems like it's opening up to yeah. a lot of new people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just I'm actually the film librarian at, at UCI, mm -hmm. and uh, I went to the uh, reception for the undergraduate program mm -hmm. in film and media studies, mm -hmm. and there were like you know probably a hundred people there, mm -hmm. students, maybe sixty or seventy students, mm -hmm. and like ten or twenty uh, teachers, mm -hmm. and everybody talked. You know, I mean, the teachers talked about their classes, mm -hmm. and then there was questions and mm -hmm. discussion, and it seems like a very popular major at this point. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure about America, but in Singapore, yes, it's picking up. There are more and more film schools. Mm. Tish just set up a branch. Oh, New York, NYU. Yeah, NYU in yeah. Singapore, a master's program. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Must and, be very pricey. Yes, it's very, very <laughs> pricey. Yeah. And, and there are only two Singaporeans in a population of 24 students. Okay. <laughs> For so, the moment, I guess. In the so future, the foreign students pay more, I suppose. Like, they pay yeah. others out of countries, yeah. of foreign yeah. student yeah. rates. There are yeah. more foreign students coming in from wow. that. But, but it's a good initiative, and I think it's good because there's a master's program by an established school in Singapore, and there are, mo- uh, there are more and more like school institutions who used to have film programs are beefing up their programs and making a, a focus. And, and there are new institutions like my institutions that are coming in. So I really think that you know, something will happen in the market. That's what my teacher always, uh, my lecturer says. Something has to happen or else there's nowhere for these students to go. Either they all leave the country or they do oh, something yeah. and they set up an industry for Singapore. So I, I think the, the threshold will really be the next few years. The next five still, to six years. The stereotype about Singapore people is they talk about the three whatever. You know, money and or, or whatever, it's condo, like, three C's, or yeah, whatever it is. Five C's, five, five C's. C's, yeah, yeah. And but I think that's a you break little out? bit outdated. How did you break out yeah. of that? Oh, you just weren't, you, you had always an artistic band. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, never was, yeah, I, I never was trapped in that. And I think my generation in particular wasn't trapped in that because really, really now more than ever, you know, People ask me whether nudity is an issue. I say no, because you can get it everywhere on the internet. With right. Globalization with, with the internet and ex- opening, you know, you can be anywhere in the world at with any webcams. moment. Yeah, can, with webcams. Yeah, watch webcams. My generation, and my parents' generations are so many generations apart. Yeah, you know? it's it, totally a different yeah, world. Definitely. Yeah, it's a different, different world, and 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 yeah, we are not faced with that kind. Of course, there are, there are practical considerations that we consider, like how, to, how do I feed my parents in the future. But, but other than that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other than that, I think... But if you have a teaching job, then you could... Uh, or an academic job. Yeah. That would yeah. be you know, a it's like I can't, stable job. I, I can't get out of it because, you know, my... my yeah, yeah. I'm like fated to go into academia in a way, yeah. Do you yeah. like to teach or you like to... I like to educate. I, yeah, yeah. I, I would like to educate. I'm not sure that I'll be a good educator, but I'd like to educate. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. That's why I'm in academia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for having me. Good yeah. luck on your career. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Great. Okay. That was our interview with uh, Lu Zi Han, who's the uh, director and actor in the new film, Solos. That film uh, premiered last night at uh, AFI, American Film Institute, in Los Angeles, and will be showing also on Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. at Arclight on Santa Monica between Cahuenga and Vine. On Santa Monica Boulevard in Los Angeles between Cahuenga and Vine at the Arclight. And that's the AFI Film Festival uh, you can Google that and get information or go to the Subversity website at KUCI.org slash tilde, D-T-S-A-N-G, where there is a link to the AFI catalog of scheduled films uh, all week. Uh, this uh, AFI festival continues in Los Angeles with Solos, the film by uh, Lu Zihan, uh, playing at 430 on Tuesday afternoon at 
the uh, arc light on Santa uh, on Sunset. Sorry, not Santa Monica, Sunset uh, Boulevard between Cahuenga and Vine in Los Angeles. Uh, we mentioned uh, on the uh, he, uh, he and I discussed uh, the fact that the situation in Singapore has been changing, and there is an open petition, open letter uh, to the government, to the Prime Minister of Singapore that has been circulating online uh, and that was presented um, to the government by proponents uh, or opponents, I guess, uh, or proponents of a repeal, proponents of a repeal of a draconian law that was more draconian before, but now it still uh, makes uh, homosexual homosexual acts uh, illegal, um, subject to imprisonment in Singapore. And this um, this petition is online at uh, www.repeal377a.com. And 377A is the provision or the section of the penal code in Singapore that still uh, mandates imprisonment for sex acts between males. Um, and the petition uh, goes into this... Um, the reasons for asking for this uh, repeal. Uh, it's aimed at citizens of Singapore, and it asks that the Prime Minister Lee Hsien Loong um, um, move, uh, take the lead to move Parliament and his party uh, on this issue. And it argues that Singapore was formed on the basis of justice and equality, and uh, there's a pledge uh, that uh, reflects that. And so it gives some background on Singapore's founding principles and argues that Section 377A contravenes Singapore's constitution that grants equal rights to treatment and protection for everybody. Uh, it also argues that... Uh, that the, uh, there are elements of our society that do not see being gay in a positive light. They are entitled to their opinion, but their opinion should not infringe upon the rights of this or any group of Singaporeans. This holds true even if those who disapprove of gay people outnumber those who support them. In fact, it is the responsibility of any democratically elected government to protect minorities from the, quote, tyranny of the majority, close quote. Uh, Section 377A violates an individual's right to privacy, especially since we are, what we are talking about is a choice between consenting adults and hurts no one. Um, they also bring up international trends. Uh, the courts of many countries have held that the, the equivalent of S-377A to be discriminatory and invasion of privacy and unconstitutional. This is not only in Europe and America, it includes the UN Human Rights Committee, South Africa, and most recently Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, actually, the courts have thrown out the age of consent legislation that had um, mandated a differential age between heterosexual sex uh, which was 16, and homosexual acts, which was 21. And so now there's no law um, regarding homosexual acts, um, uh, punishment of it. 
the uh, also in uh, the petition they argue that the petition uh, the attitude of Singaporeans have uh, become much more accepting of alternative sexuality. Between 2000 and 2005, the level of acceptance has changed from 10% to more than 30%. And this is taken from uh, the Mark Center and B. Uh, Mark San, Sanit and B. Denitenber's Denit, Den, article in the International Journal of Public Opinion Research. Uh, so they're citing some public opinion poll data. And furthermore, the Straits Time online census in July 2007 indicated a tolerance level of 55% on, I believe, homosexual, um, homosexuals. Um, so they also argue that this uh, law is a damage, uh, causes damage to the gay community within Singapore. And uh, if the current amendment uh, to repeal it succeeds, uh, it will be a better symbol to many, uh, if this provision was um, repealed, it would be a better symbol to many single gay Singaporean men, young and old, uh, unless it becomes repealed. Uh, or it would, uh, it would hinder, a greater, uh, hinder greater understanding. Uh, so this uh, petition was an effort, an effort to get the government to change its position on this law, uh, but it did not succeed. Uh, it did raise awareness, and it, is, it did uh, cause a lot of debate, and there it also sparked a counter-petition from religious fundamentalist forces in Singapore, uh, and the uh, Prime Minister was quoted in the media as saying that uh, he wanted to keep uh, Singapore almost uh, heterosexual. Uh, he did say that gays are free to lead their lives and pursue their social activities, uh, citing the existence of gay websites and gay bars, but there are restraints, and we do not approve of them setting the, stone, the tone of mainstream society. They live their lives. That is their personal space. But the tone of overall society, I think, says the Prime Minister of Singapore, if it remains conventional, it remains straight, and we want it to remain so. Well, at least the Prime Minister uh, admits the uh, existence of gay people in Singapore, not like the leader of uh, Iran. Uh, so there are these international uh, controversies or controversies over the uh, lives of homosexuality, lives of homosexual people uh, in various countries, and even in our country, it's not a given that people are treated um, fairly, uh, even in the United States. So it's often uh, other countries tend to uh, treat, uh, tend to hold up example of U.S. as a paragon of human rights. But of course, if you look at Abu Ghraib and you look at the torture of prisoners, the rendition by the CIA, uh, the U.S. is not really an example uh, to uphold. Uh, so anyway, uh, we will end uh, this edition of Subversity with a reminder that Seymour Hirsch will be coming on campus at UC Irvine to talk about the road from 9-11 to Abu Ghraib on Tuesday, November 13, here on the UCI campus at HIB uh, 100, the uh, site of where we usually, uh, the university shows its films. Uh, that meeting room will be the site. 
uh, of Seymour Hersh's talk at 7.30 on November 13th here at UC Irvine. Uh, he's a Chancellor's uh, Distinguished Lecturer, and I'll be doing a bibliography on his work, of his work in connection with that, uh, and that will be posted online. Uh, for more information about Lu Zihan's um, work and his film, and a poster from the film, you can go to Subversity's website on KUC, at KUCI.org slash tilde D-T-S-A-N-G. And a reminder, his film will be shown, will still be shown at AFI, a second showing on Tuesday this week at 4.30 at the Arclight on sunset between Kahenga, Kahenga and Vine in the city of Los Angeles at the AFI Film Festival 2007. Uh, this is Dan Zhang signing off with Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of the regions of the University of California, nor the management of KUCI. Thanks for listening, and podcasting information will be is available on the KUCI website, uh, and you can also click on the KUCI Talk link on the KUCI website at KUCI.org. This is Dan Zhang. Thanks for listening.